What time is it? What time is it's it? It's 2 a.m. It's 2 a.m. Welcome, 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 guys, to the Two Awkward Millennials podcast. I am joined by my partner in argative banter, Hendrix. Hello. And I am KC, and the place to be in that place is the 2 a.m. podcast each and every week. Bring you our awkward take on pop culture, life, love, and the millennial experience. What the fuck is up? How are you guys doing this week? I hope you guys are doing well. Hope you are living your very best of lives, you know, riding around and getting it, dancing, and emphasizing all of the things that make you. <laughs> yes. Hendrix, what's up? What's, what's <laughs> happened? I was just waiting on that very eloquent intro. That, oh. was, that was pretty nice. I like the inflection. Very good inflection. I mean, I am the shit person. And um, I mean, I understand. But anyways, what's what's going on? How's how's Jeez. life? How's uh, <laughs> how's things in Hendrix land? Um, everything is kind of good. Like, uh, it was a pretty rough work week. Um, a lot of bullshit. But that's to be expected when you're working for somebody else. So... Um, other than that, I was kind of chill. Kind of chill. Had a chill weekend. Um, I don't know. Just a little tired, getting some rest and recover. I didn't do anything spectacular. Mm-hmm. Besides, you know, grocery shopping, washing. Normal wash shit that we do on the weekends. I need to wash, and I don't have any food in my refrigerator, but we'll figure it out. <laughs> it's kind of crazy because we, we work, for the most part, Monday through Friday, and we look forward to the weekend, and then, like, half the time, we don't end up doing shit anyways. But I think just the idea of not doing anything. I think as I get older, the more I enjoy nothing. Even though I do a lot of stuff, I still enjoy nothing more than I ever did when I was young. And I enjoy my co- the company of myself a lot more than I did. I mean, you know, I've, I've always enjoyed, enjoyed my own company, you know. But, uh, yeah, other than that... um. As far as like TV and shit, like uh, the average person. <laughs> um, my mom actually introduced me to this show. It's a it's called Abby's, and it is an outdoor sitcom, and I had never heard of no shit like that ever, ever. Interesting. But yeah, it's uh, it's really funny. I think it comes on NBC. Um, it's really funny. Um, checked out a couple documentaries. I'm still working on. Um, uh, the interview with God, that is like a really interesting movie. I won't even call it a documentary because, of course, the guy is not God. But uh, it's a very interesting movie. Just two people outside sitting, a younger person and an older person. And the older person is kind of just like answering all his bullshit questions. But, mm-hmm. it, you know, he has some really, really good answers. Other mm-hmm. than that, that's it. I, I was kind of boring this week. Work kicked my ass, so it's real boring this week. So... What's been going on with you? Um, nothing too crazy. Um, see your nice painting over there. Yes. Uh, on uh, Friday, I went to Trap and Paint. It's an event um similar to Trap Karaoke or Duce Palooza, where they go around and they hold events in major cities across the country. Um, and this week they were in Detroit. In Detroit for real. 
on the west side, <laughs> far as hell away from me. But yeah, I went with two of my good friends and we had a great time. It was really fun. Um, it's a great event. Um, a lot of, it's an event you would, I guess you would imagine. So it is frequented by a lot of women. It was mostly women there, a few men, but mostly women. And it was a great environment full of beautiful people and tons of black girl magic. Um, we turned up, we drank, we painted. It was a really good vibe in the place. And we had a wonderful time. I would probably go again. Like, cause I didn't, my best friend didn't come with me. But I told her I heard they're coming back again in May, so I'll probably take her this time. Um, really good time. Um, that was really all I did this weekend. I went there on Friday. Yesterday, I didn't do anything. I left the house one time because I was hungry. I went to the Mexican restaurant by my house, not too far away, for lunch. Had an enchilada by myself. As y'all know, I'm always thugging it out by myself. Went to eat, came back home, and minded my black-ass business all day. That was pretty much all I did this entire weekend. Went to the doctor for the right appointment this week <laughs> because last time I drove all the way to the city for no reason. Even that was a really cool in and out experience or whatever. My doctor, I've been going to the same one since I was 14, so it's been a minute. And um, yeah, so everything was cool. I really just like really chilled and relaxed this weekend because even we were supposed to go to the club on um, Thursday. And we, act, I mean, on Friday, we actually didn't even end up going and go after we went to the event. But right. we didn't. We actually did some shit that I haven't done since I was younger. We really just, like, vibed out. Like, we ended up meeting one of my good friends, and we just chilled in the car, sipped a little something, and talked for, like, three or four hours. And it was actually, it was dope. You know, cool vibes. What nope. was the drink of choice? Um, He was drinking... Hennessy, or was that 1738? He was drinking something like that. We were drinking Patron. I drank a whole bottle of wine because we went to drop and paint and I didn't get cups. And so I had asked the other two ladies I was with, like, yo, want some wine? It's like, I don't have no cups. And I passed it to one of my friends. She had a little bit. But then next thing I know, nobody was drinking it but me because we didn't have no cups. We drank off the bottle and I drank the entire thing. Minus a couple sips that she had. It was good. We had some birdies, you know, nothing too crazy. Yeah, I've really been in my wine shit lately. I'm not a wine drinker, but that wine is good. It's good. Uh, so, like I said, I drank that whole bottle. It was a vibe. Um, I would advise you, city near you, Trap and Paint comes. I would definitely check it out. Really good time. I think Trap Karaoke was this weekend, too. I didn't. I still haven't been to Trap Karaoke. Um, but Trap and Paint is good. Duce Palooza, I was already on the website trying to see when those tickets are coming out. Um so I can go to that. Me and my friends had a blast last summer. So I'm waiting for those to drop for the summertime. Um, Joe Button podcast uh, live show tickets drop. Um, definitely cop those. I know me. I'm going. My brother's going. I think Kendrick's going. I'm not sure. So yes, I bought my tickets. That's definitely right. looking forward to that. And this is another one of those things. Like I'm the type of person if I see something I want to do it, I just do it. And so I'm like, okay, I'm going to this. I knew it when I was listening to it. That I was gonna go. And I just bought my tickets or whatever. Kind of like, I know I'm going. I do most things by myself nowadays. <laughs> That's just the type of shit and the vibe that I'm on in life, I guess. But um, Yeah, see, I am the complete opposite. I will procrastinate for no reason for, like, hours and miss out on some shit. Yeah, no, that's not my vibe. But, I mean, to each its own. I guess, like, my life is 
been very much lately as I've gotten older about experiences and I just want to experience all the things. Um, but yeah, so excited about that. Trying to see what else. I think it was something else. No, it's not. I've been sitting here patiently waiting for them to drop Avengers tickets. They still have not done so. I am on the edge of my seat trying to make sure I get in there that Thursday that it drops. Um, so I'm just waiting for those tickets to drop. I did not see Shazam yet, but I heard good things about it. Um, it's an awful time to drop a movie. What, Shazam? Yeah. He's just going to get lost in the shuffle. Maybe. It is a lot going on between Captain Marvel still being out, us, Avengers coming soon. It's just, yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. I don't even know what else is up the movies, to be honest, but a lot of stuff going on. Uh, Hershey's, like I said, Hershey's name was good, but I did not see it yet. Work has been work. Um, <laughs> nothing too crazy there. All the same, same day, different, you know, whatever. Same shit, different day. Um, that's pretty much it. I don't really think it's nothing else really going on. Um, trying to get back on my health shit and wellness <laughs> Why shit you do your arms like that? because it's exhausting. <laughs> like I'm torn, but I'm gonna be completely honest. I had a epiphany the other day, and. Because I've been on a, a definite, more so than I ever realized, journey towards self-care and being an individual and being alone and loving myself. And I cleanse myself of all the toxic things in my life, people, activities like sex, anything that clouds my judgment and makes me not the best version of myself. I eradicate it from my life and I feel so great. And I'm not here to preach to y'all. Fuck all the people hop on all the dicks and lick all the clits, that is whatever okay. you want to do. <laughs> but for me, it's just, I just, I needed to get to a place where I just was good, regardless of anything and everything going on around me. And that is a space in which I'm in. And I, I said I had an epiphany. It's because, you know, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if it happens to guys as much. You know, anytime you get in a relationship, you gain weight, you gain a happy weight. I have been gaining happy weight in a relationship with myself. And it's a new wrinkle for that, huh? That's a new wrinkle, man. Like, cause I'm in a really, I'm in, I'm dating myself very much so, and it's like I'm happy, I'm legitimately fucking happy, and it's it's been a great journey. But now it's time for the shit to go. I'm ready to get it off. <laughs> it's time for it to go. This uh, bad bitch season is approaching fastly and swiftly. Time to be naked, all the booty shorts, all the short little dresses, and. All of that good stuff. So <laughs> time to be fine again. Got to let it go. I was talking to my friend the other day when I was getting ready to go to Trap and Paint. I'm like, man, I'm like, I don't have a fat wardrobe. Like all my clothes <laughs> is small and all my shirts are cropped. That's why the only thing I have that covers my midriff is dresses. And so it's just like trying to dress when you have gained weight sucks so much, especially if you're not trying to buy new clothes. So got to go. It got to go. So. My weight fluctuates a lot. I'm a, a, a textbook mesomorph, so I lose and gain weight pretty fast. So, so I had a question about the uh, trap and paint. Um, would that be like what's what's the biggest difference between that and paint with a twist? Like just the more ratchet aspect. Um, of well, it? I mean, it's all black people. Um, it's a traveling thing. Okay. Um, it's literally the the branding idea with that is literally the same idea they have with karaoke, trap karaoke. It's like we're gonna make something that's not exactly super frequented by black people and make it fun for us. 
So it was like, um, uh, pretty much it's no direction. Like I know at, uh, paint with a twist, it's like an artist walking you through each thing step by step. And uh, each stroke of the brush kind of thing. And it's nothing like that. They have whatever you're painting stenciled out for you. Oh, okay. And so really you just have to trace it, make it your own, paint it. And that's pretty much it. So everything is kind of like done for you. But that because the thing is more of an experience. They're definitely selling you an experience. It's a DJ. It's a host, like an MC hype man sitting there like, okay, we're going to take a recess, turn down the lights, turn on like some strobe lights, nice amount of trap music, twerking. It's a good time. It turns into like pretty much a party. So it was like some people just go in there and drink, you know, like try <laughs> paint with a twist. You're drinking like wine. This is like motherfuckers in there with Ciroc and Patron, <laughs> Hennessy, Remy, you know, whatever. Like, it's a party. So you really, like, you get as much of your painting done as you want. Or you, know, you could do to it what you want to do. It's no set colors. It's no set rules. You do whatever you want to. Some people change the whole fucking outfit. Some people change, you know, some people did all kind of crazy shit. Um, so it was a, it's a, I think it was actually more of a space for free creativity than the original might be because, you know, they're telling you exactly what to do um, versus them just letting you do whatever the fuck you want to do. Apparently, you know, pretty much so. Okay. Um, wonderful experience. It's a good time, good night out. So we had a blast, honestly. But he said at the beginning, like, I'm not no fucking artist. I'm not walking you through this shit. Look, we put it on there for you. Make the best of it. You know what I'm saying? Some of y'all going to come out with a nice painting. Some of y'all don't give a fuck. It's all an experience, you know. So it was a great time. He had a female DJ, thought that was dope. Um, but yeah, we had, we had a blast. I wish I would have brought our Patron in because I had Patron in the car, but I was like, oh, you know, people, people at Paint with us have wine. So I went and grabbed a bottle of wine on our way there, and I was like, I did not need wine. I uh, could have just drank Patron, but I was already <laughs> on the west side, so maybe I didn't need to drink Patron. <laughs> um, but yeah, that it was a lot of fun. I'm getting ready next weekend to go on my camping trip. I mean, not a camping trip, sorry, cabin trip. And um, that came up and sprung up on me out of nowhere. It was a very last-minute plan in it, but I'm excited. I've actually I'm trying to think if I've been to Tennessee before. I don't know, but we're going on a camping trip. Cabin trip. Wow, camping, cabin, that camping, cabin, camping, cabin. That is a very popular trip right now. Um, Cabin. The Tennessee cabin trip. Okay, yeah. <laughs> going there Um, for one of my close friends' birthdays. Really excited about that um it's my first trip this year I haven't took a trip this year or whatever and then I have a weekend in between and then I have Coachella weekend after that so April is definitely the month of traveling for me I don't think I have any much of anything going on after that but that is definitely what's on the docket as they say um in the next upcoming weeks for me um TV I watched uh the order I think I said that last week I can't remember I watched the order it's only one season, really, really fast. If that's your jam, werewolves and witches and shit, dark magic. And then I am in the process of watching the show, The OA. Very peculiar show. I still don't even know how I feel about it, but it's a show that kind of grabs your attention where you want to keep watching it because you're like, what the fuck is going on? I need to know. Cause I don't know. And I'm still in that position where I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I need to know because I don't know. And um, so it has me watching it consistently. It's two, it's only 16 episodes. It's two seasons. But there are only eight episodes apiece. I think I'm on the fourth or fifth episode of season two. Still confused. <laughs> so 
I'm going to finish that up probably maybe depending on the rest of this day or at work. I've been watching it mostly at work or whatever. Um, those are really the only things that I watch. I unfortunately had a displeasure of watching some of the March Madness games this weekend. Displeasure. For, um, for no motherfucking reason because I don't care about basketball at all. <laughs> um, so that's um that's pretty much that i'm trying to think music nothing really is popping on oh i did figure out i had the uh, the um epiphany the aha moment the other day of figuring out that the baby and little baby are two different fucking people <laughs> i had no idea i am old i apologize somebody wrote me <laughs> when i said it on twitter like bitch what and i'm like sorry i'm elderly i don't know anything about that shit. i literally was thinking about early 2000s when little bow wow and little romeo dropped their littles i'm like maybe he was like fuck that i'm not little anymore i'm duh that's what i thought happened it made sense in my head but Wait, apparently no. they are two different people what little baby's a grown-ass man okay and i didn't know that <laughs> okay i didn't know i don't know i don't no okay <laughs> Listen, it made sense. I'm like, maybe he just really tired of being called a little. So he upgraded himself to duh. It made sense. It just made sense. I don't know. But I guess those are two different people. So, wow. Who knew? I guess everybody else with me. All right. Well, look. I don't know. Okay. I'm old. Like I said. I don't know how many times I can tell you that I'm old as fuck. Um, but, yeah, that's pretty much it. I'm actually thinking about trying the keto diet. If anybody knows anything, let me know. I like potatoes too much. But I don't know how logical or realistic that is for my lifestyle, but the results I see from people on keto are really good. Um, but we'll see. I'm weighing my uh, my options. Um, dating is still trash, as always, per usual. I don't even know I still do it. Uh, <laughs> seriously, like I'm like online dating is trash. Real life dating is trash. Every time I meet somebody, I'm just like. Ugh. You gotta change your perspective, man. You said what? You gotta change your perspective. My perspective on what? Just going there with, you know, with high hopes and a good perspective. No, I don't have no expectations or anything. I don't go in there with any expectations. Like, oh my God, I'm gonna meet my husband. No, I just mean like your perception. Like, all right, this dude is like, he's gonna be good. No. (laughs) Most of the people don't even follow, and I'm not even a really shallow person, but most people don't even meet like high requirements or. Attractiveness requirement, Attractiveness requirements I mean I have to at least Find you attractive You know you need somebody Like smell good Well dressed Nice height Maybe What is well dressed I've never understood that Like what is well dressed It's niggas that can't dress Niggas will be dressing like One of them niggas Is about to go Shoot up their school Like Like a white High school Teenager boy In drama club So you won't like The, the ratchet no, I don't like it. It is some urban niggas that know how to dress. I will say that. Or urban niggas fucking coordinate better than anybody else. Because they have on something and they have on the nice nice shoes to match. Because I really do like a guy with a nice shoe collection. I'm not going to hold you up. Shoes are important. If you're walking around in dad jeans and fucking cheap-ass gym shoes, yes, you're not going to look good. Because you could put, like, because I don't, it's different varieties of that. Yes, you could be the type of person that wear a nice T-shirt, some nice jeans, a nice hat. It could be a dad hat or it could be a fitted, and it could be some nice sneakers and it's all coordinated or a bomb-ass jacket that look dope, and you look good as fuck. But it could also be somebody that got their whole outfit out of, out of fucking H&M where they got on, like, some nice, maybe some, you know, some khakis and a nice button-up, and that can look good, too. Like, it's just depending on you have to actually look good. <laughs> like, 
if you dress like you're in high school, maybe you need to rethink it. Unless high school boys are dressing better than I'm thinking now. But I'm thinking about, like, you sitting here with, like, corny-ass screen tees and mom jeans and Walmart gym shoes, then maybe we have issue. I don't have time for that. What? You feel triggered? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you've actually, you've been getting a little better. I'm just saying. No? Look, I don't like spending money on shit. That you don't even have to spend money to look good. I don't understand. Yes, you do. No, you don't. Yes, you do. No, you don't. Being able to put an outfit together well does not necessarily mean you have to spend money. But it's you can tell when a nigga dress bad, though. You be like, oh, God. It's all about appeal. Like, you have to be sexy or charming or something. I think maybe that might go into it more than how you dress. Because some niggas just look like blah. And you're like, all right, relax. Let me fix it, Lord Jesus Christ. Help us relax. all. Like, oh my God, you look so much better when you smile. I'm just saying, I be trying to help. <laughs> I tell a nigga the minute, like, that's not cute. You don't look well. And I'm an extra ass person. Especially now, like, when I get dressed, I, I put it together. And so, you, I'm putting it together, and you looking like, why is he with her? Must be her little brother. <laughs> Seriously. But. That's, that's three, my lady. Ain't nobody sending shots your way, bro. Like. <laughs> Ain't nobody even in the shot show way. You wildin'. I'm saying in the general sense. In the general sense. I dressed you before. You wear mostly Levi's anyway. You don't wear bottom jeans. Huh? I said you wear Levi's. You don't wear daddy jeans. Dad jeans. Okay. No, you don't know you like screen teeth. I mean, they're conversation starters, more so than anything. I mean, you could you could pull off a screen tee if you had like some good shoes to match it. Yeah, or... I know. I, I was slacking on the shoes. I got it. Shoes are expensive, man. I don't know how y'all niggas. You've do been that getting shit. better. You've had some good shoes recently. I don't know how niggas do that shit. Man, cause it's like you gotta do. You definitely put effort into a nice shoe collection. Cause I'm repeating these bitches like about ten times. Okay, you can't do that. Yes, I can. You gotta get you gotta get a pair of shoes for every color sh- clothes you wear. No. Some red shoes, but see, that's the thing. I only, I only some wear blue a couple shoes, <laughs> some black shoes, some white shoes, some gray shoes. I wear black and blue. Some tan shoes. No. I mean, I'm saying if you don't wear these colors, then you don't have to get shoes no, like that. I'm getting better. Just get several pairs of clothes. If you only wear like gray and black and blue, then get two of each color. Shit is expensive. I'm a solace. Well, no, they're not because now the boys can wear vans. Vans like my six dollars. What you mean now? Nigga? Well, I'm saying now the hood niggas wearing vans. Right now I don't want to wear them. No, I'm good. I like vans. They're comfortable. I know, but I'm saying I don't want to wear them now because hood niggas wear them. You trying too much. You don't have to be that different. Okay, you already different in your character. I was different to begin with. In your niggas character. Talk, nigga, look at this nigga with these bum ass vans on and shit. Okay, well, okay, you it's don't have you now. You can wear them. No, niggas been wearing feelers and now they can wear them. No. No, you can't. Huh? No, you can't. You if can't. I see you some feelers, I'm talking about you. Niggas are wearing feelers. I don't know if the girl, I don't know if the guys are, but women definitely are. I I, I seen a nigga in some feelers and them shits was trash. Okay. Don't do that to you. They yourself. just real chunky. I I can't pull them off. My feet are already too big. Maybe they good bitch wear like a four or five that you can put some feelers on. I'm putting no feelers. Oh, <laughs> my feet too big. I'm sorry. I'm I'm five eight and a half. My feet too big for some feelers. I'm sorry. Sorry. Flat the fuck out. My bad. Ain't so like I got on a fucking 12. I put some people on. <laughs> they so big, bro. You 
You know they are. Oh, I'm good. I ain't about to have y'all looking crazy. I mean, that's actually like pretty average for a woman, so you good. What? Your shoe size. You don't have big feet. I mean, compared, most women wear like a six or seven, maybe. I mean, you don't wear eight and a half in men's. You said what? You don't wear eight and a half in men's. You wear eight and a half in women. Okay. Same thing. I mean, you're on the same thing. But whatever. Anyways. Don't do it, but yeah, you can pull off. What? I still laugh at you. No, I'm like a clown. I'm good. I I know my limit. See, you also have to know what's going to work and what's not. All right. Like, I missed the Air Force One phase because my feet look ridiculous in Air Force One. I wear, uh, I usually wear, I wear Converse and Vans. And uh, that's pretty much all the different. I got a one pair of J's, some 11s. And that's about it. I think that's where I'm missing out. Like, my Jordan collection is non existent because I don't wear Jordans. I mean, you don't have to wear Jordans that have good taste in sneakers. But the nigga would put some Jordans on and wear it with anything. Air Maxes is nice. Yeah, but niggas didn't raise the price on them. I seen, I seen a nigga in the simplest outfit this weekend, and I was still like, Zaddy. And I think this nigga had on like a a black. Now nah, I'm about to sound like a label horse. Sorry. He on a black Jordan hoodie. Some black Nike sweatpants and some black and white elevens. And I'm just like, this nigga fine as hell. <laughs> but it's the I think you gotta swag that shit out though. Like he was just so swaggy with that shit. It was it was crispy. It's cross branded. How is Nike and Jordan is all affiliated? Affiliated, it don't mean it's the same. So I have seen somebody having a conversation about cross branding. I wear all type of shit together, so don't ask me. <laughs> like Got me fucked up. I don't know nothing about that shit. So fuck that. Okay. But it still look good. But fly the fuck out. But is that all? That's all like I said, dating so trash. So if you're moderately attractive, smell good and dress well, hit me up. Don't do that. She'll find something wrong with you. Wow, what do you mean? No, I'm speaking on experience, nigga. You a black ass liar. <laughs> something's gonna she gonna find something wrong. Okay, you gotta be loyal, you gotta be attractive, your teeth can't be fucked up. Um, your hairline can't be fucked up because that's important. I don't like hair, so 360s. And if you don't got them, we can work on them together. I think that's most of it. <laughs> <laughs> Smell good after that. Good, you know, well dressed. Don't put on too much, though. She don't like that. Don't put on too much. I got to be the breathe. I got asthma. So <laughs> think about that. Don't be trying to kill everybody around you. A little bit goes a long way. No, nah, fuck that. Walk into the cloud or spray your pressure points. I cover with your adult. Pressure points. And you spray it everywhere. <laughs> I just spray it multiple times. This nigga here just be trying to suffocate niggas. So listen. Don't do it. You gonna smell me coming. It was this it's this guy. You're not as bad. It's this guy I work with and like literally like he had walked by me. I was with I was sitting with some people at the at the cafeteria. And he walked by. And he always smells strong, but I kind of just, I just, I just don't even pay no attention to it. And like I was sitting with this, these guys, we were talking, and it's like, do women like that shit? Are we about to all pass? <laughs> and I'm like, no, no, we don't, because I gotta breathe. Okay. Then you want some, then you want a bitch to kiss on you, and your ass tastes like alcohol and fragrance. Don't nobody got time for that. That shit nasty. Now you gotta get the shit without the alcohol. Listen, this nigga know all the tricks so he could overspray himself. Uh-huh. <laughs> when have you, when have I you been haven't loud, done it like, in a long time, though. It's been I'm, years. I'm getting older. Like, yeah, it's like, all right. Like, yeah, all right. You no. gotta get close. That's all. <laughs> all right. We have talked for a half an hour about nothing. Oh.
that's cool too. <laughs> All right, this week I'm starting off six to world by talking about Jordan Peele, um, the director, producer of um, Get Out and Us. He received some backlash this week. Um, he was quoted at um, somebody asked him a question about you know what's his direction when it comes to movies and what's his future plans for success and he says he wants to continue putting black faces on the screen and leading roles in Hollywood. Of course, some people took that the wrong way. He said the way I look at it, I get to get I get to cla- cast black people in my movies. I feel fortunate to be in this position where I can say to Universal. I want to make twenty a twenty million dollar horror movie, and they say yes. I don't see my ca- myself casting a white dude as a lead role in any of my movies. Not that I don't like white dudes, but I've seen that movie before. And of course, he got tons of backlash and heat, and called all kind of names and stuff like that. But I I like that approach because it's completely like it's a hundred percent honest. Like we've never really had anything in Hollywood. Like a lot of times, you know, Holly Berry got a uh, Oscar for her role in Monsters Ball. Denzel Washington got his uh, Oscar for his role in um Training Day. Both in both cases, those were despicable characters. Like we've never had any kind of black hero win anything or anything like that. Like so to have, you know, black people at the forefront and have them in a larger light I feel like that's dope. And if that's what his direction is, then kudos to him. Absolutely. Like, I can agree. I, I could. Whatever. <laughs> I'm about to say I agree. concur at the same time. Cool. Um, but, yeah, I mean, of course, like, I, that's what I don't get. Like, you know, you talk about us for, you know, complaining about not having roles and stuff like that and not being acknowledged. And then you have, you know, somebody of our same complexion that is saying oh okay i heard you guys i'm gonna do it for you and then <laughs> you're upset with that so I, I don't get it just just make up make up your mind <clears throat> i'm uh, triggered <laughs> this is oddly uh accurate and those aren't even the worst this is the ones up top this is this is there for no reason <laughs> decoration um, the other story, another story I want to touch on is: Have you all heard "Old Town Road"? You heard it? I have not. Okay, I have. I actually like the song a lot. Um, basically, "Old Town Road" was tracking in the uh, Billboard Hot Country songs, and like the artist is black. He's he's a black young black man, and it is a country song, but it is trappy as fuck. Like, the melody and all that shit. He got backgrounds, like, banjos and shit. But it's trappy as fuck. And, like, literally, like, when the beat breaks down, it shakes your whole fucking car. So, it's a trap song with country melody. So, a lot of people basically... uh, What's his name? uh, Little Nas X. A lot of people, you know... I I I mean, I don't really... That's the thing I have an issue with, like... If it's a country song, let it be a country song. Don't don't 
discourage it because it's a little extra base to it. They was they was uh saying that Taylor Swift was a country artist and that bitch ain't made country music in a long ass fucking time. She right, was she always a pop to all the award artist. shows and yeah. shit like that. But yeah, that's not what she does. Not it at all. So um yeah, I mean it's still the song is still charting on the R&B and hip hop chart So that's good But yeah we need to try and get that into the uh, <laughs> We need to try and get that into Back into the country charts Because it needs to be there It's a fucking country song It's a country song If Nelly can do it Well that was actually like a country country song This sound like a country song I mean the lyrics I'm not putting my channel on <laughs> <laughs> I say it when the beat break down It's lit about to add it to my playlist <laughs> No, it's definitely a car shaker, though. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I just feel like you can't exclude somebody because you, from a genre because you don't like how they did it. Like, it's still the same principles. So, you kind of have to deal with that shit. Yeah. Niggas be on bullshit. Um, all right. <clears throat> Jesse Smollett, um, he had his case closed. And because of that uh, well, the case was sealed and because of that all charges were being dropped um the feds have come in because they are wondering what the fuck happened as everybody else is wondering like what happened because it wasn't a dismissal of all charges like okay yeah we're gonna dismiss all charges I'm like no we're actually gonna seal this case off and close it and uh you go about your way like do us you know do some community service you gonna keep your your little ten thousand dollar bond and shit, and go about your business and shut up. And it it was weird. That was the weirdest shit of the week to me. It's like, okay, cool. Like he got off. All right. Like what's not even what's next, but what's the you know what's the backlash going to be to this? Because it was very fishy. So Chicago PD is under investigation. They should have been under investigation, but that was a whole thing. I'm not actually gonna go off into this tangent because y'all already know how I feel about y'all niggas. Henderson called that. But um I will say that people were already saying that. That the police department in Chicago so I don't understand where I guess Yeah, no that level of definitely I'm surprised. Definitely. They've always been on bullshit. And this is a bullshit, uh, not to demean it or anything, but, like, this whole story is has elements of bullshit all throughout it. Like, nobody knows what the fuck happened. Nobody knows who did what. People have testified and recanted, you know what I'm saying, admitted to shit and recanted. Um, you know, people haven't been able to keep their story cohesive. Like, it's really a clusterfuck. And for them to just... And it wasn't, it was the uh, attorney general for the state. Uh, the state attorney was the one who closed it. It's like, okay, well, why? Mm-hmm. And what happened? What did you find out that you just said, all right, fuck it, no, no. So it has to be something a little bit on the intriguing side for them to just abruptly close it. And we'll see how it plays out. I'm pretty sure we'll get all that information in the coming week. I'm pretty sure we'll be right here to report it. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jay Z, um, last night received the President's Award from the NAACP, and um, that's a dope look. The President's Award is an honor that 
they uh, well, this is what the NAACP said. The president will be carefully bestowed upon an individual maintaining its significance and commitment to recognizing excellence in service that directly affects our community. And if you know anything about Jay-Z and his later life, that is exactly what he's He's pretty much giving money away at this point to help out and benefit uh, a lot of people in need and stuff like that. So it's well, it's a well-deserved honor. In his speech, he thanked his grandmother, his mother, and his wife. He said having a support system filled with strong black women is a success. To prayer. I'm here for it. I was happy to see that between them being getting awards at Glad and the um, award he received in NAACP, they've been having a little dope little uh, weekend. I mean, but they're awesome. We already know I'm not going to sit here and stand for the Carters uh, in any way, shape, or form right now. But you already know what it is. Yeah, Ghost almost got shot last night, too. Fucking around. What? He kissed Beyonce. As he was going up to accept the award, and uh, it caused quite an uproar. Of course, it did. I mean, standing right next to Jay Z, you know that. Yeah. I feel like everybody else cared more than he <laughs> too about stuff. No, you could you could see that Jay Z was like, "Yeah, what?" Beyonce looked uncomfortable. Like, why is this nigga about around me? Like, what's going on? So yeah, hopefully, uh, that's it. <laughs> and now to KC for the big story. Of the week. Hendrix is a pussy. <laughs> All right. It's not my segment. So listen, I'm not going to give y'all no great proper, you know, introduction to the bullshit. Anyway, shut up. It's not your segment. I'm worried. I'm just- <laughs> All right. So we're going to talk about the Cardi B situation. Um, video surfaced not too long ago. Um, I guess sometime between this episode and last episode <laughs> of Cardi B on live a few years ago talking about how she, um, well, she didn't really say that, but I'll say what two niggas are saying. Um, that she <laughs> was drugging men and robbing them. That is um, what the situation was. And it resurfaced and all that stuff. So now it's been a whole bunch of uproar from mostly men and some pick-me women about the situation. Um, so, you know, everybody's in an uproar. They're comparing it to R. Kelly. They're comparing it to Bill Cosby and all of this shit. Um and pretty much calling for her to be canceled and all of that stuff like that. So that was the recent story. Hinge, what do you think? What I do mean, you think about it? When I saw the, I saw her video and then it was also a young man who came out and said that he was a victim of Cardi B's, um, uh, what date rape. Um, I didn't know exactly how to feel about it because I think, in that line of work that happens a lot on both sides like sex work is not a very safe field to be in so it's all kind of bullshit that happens and not to i'm not giving her a pass per se but i'm also not comparing it to bill cosby and r kelly those like that's the thing i don't like about what's going on now Everybody has to have a comparative of something like all three of those acts are separate and all three of those acts, you know, hold their own level of distaste when you think about it. Like, will I say she was right? No, absolutely not. Like All three of those things, all three of those stories are wrong, but I don't really have an opinion. Like, 
you kind of get, you know, you kind of know what you're getting into when you go that route. Like that, that's not a, it's not a, you know, the most, (laughs) it's a pretty dark place. Like you going to have sex for money is not necessarily the most uh, regulated thing that you can do. So yeah, some shit goes sideways. Like that's a risk that you know about from the beginning. Like, you know that you absolutely know that from the beginning, especially as guys like we know. But I mean, like I told Casey before, I really don't, I really haven't formulated an opinion on it. Like I told you guys last week about the whole cancel culture shit. Like, are we going to cancel Cardi B? No, 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 we're not. So how big of an issue is it really? If you're not willing to. The niggas that are mad and talking shit about it weren't fan Cardi B fans to begin with, so they were just looking for an excuse. Right, but that—that's what I said about the Daniel Caesar shit. Like, what has? Oh Daniel no, I legitimately Caesar- was a fan, but now he can suck a dick actually <laughs> in and around his fucked up mouth. This is like Daniel Caesar didn't do shit to be like, oh yeah, I'm gonna cancel him. No, nigga, you had three episodes. You had a pilot and two episodes. Goodbye. It's okay. Go back to Canada with your white people and shit and prosper. It's fine. Cardi B has been Cardi B from the beginning. Like, I'm pretty sure there's way more shit that's sicker that she didn't did. That she's willing to admit that she didn't did. Okay, well, I don't even like the road that Hendrix is going down, so I'll speak my piece. First of all, let me disclaim with this with... It would be way, way, way less of me giving a fuck about stuff in the near future. The reason I say it's because no matter how much I go in on niggas on for being stupid and closed minded and all their double standards and all their idiocracies, it doesn't matter. Nothing's gonna fucking change. They're still gonna be dumb, ignorant ass cunt bitches. Okay? Fair, right? Nothing's gonna change wow. that. They're grown ass terrible fucking human beings. Nothing's gonna stop that from being a fact. Right? Alright, cool. We can agree on that. Yes. So that's why I'm not really like I don't even have the energy. Like, now, like, I used to have my three-strike rule on Facebook. As soon as you say some stupid shit, I just delete you. Fill that out. Because it's like, you're not, nothing I say is going to make you any smarter. Right? You ignore facts. You ignore legitimate statistics. You ignore everything else. So, it's no fucking point in wasting my time, breath, or energy to educate you further. Right? Cool. So, I want to speak my piece on this. And I don't expect to change one single ide- ideology or thought about it. And I'm just going to say what the fuck I want to say. Okay. Probably the Cardi B thing, she said that she was wrong. She made a video and said, first of all, she made a video and was like, y'all making it seem like I was legitimately meeting niggas, drugging them, and robbing them. She said, oh, these were niggas that I was dating. We were having sex already. These niggas would be drinking and smoking and already fucked up, and I would take money out their wallet. Niggas talk about taking money out their girlfriend's purse all <laughs> The time. Not funny, but it happens, first of all. I'm not justifying none of it, and I don't have to because she didn't justify it. She literally said, I was wrong. I apologize. I am changing. I'm a different person. This is not who I was. I was younger. All of these things. People grow up. People learn from their mistakes and everything else. Bill Cosby through this entire thing, R. Kelly included, have all been arrogant in fact of who the fuck gonna check me, boo? I can do what the fuck I want to do. 
this is just what the fuck it is. I'm not going to jail. Fuck what y'all talking about. I was trying to buy NBC. <laughs> I was trying to buy my master's. Whatever fucking excuse niggas have came up with to make these things legitimate. Okay. At the end of the day, she literally was like, I made a mistake, like all young people. And then that's not even my last point. My last point to that effect would be that if this was anybody else, a male, y'all would have no problem with it. I love Rick Ross. I never felt no way about this lyric, but when he was saying I put Mally all in her champagne and she didn't even know it and they changed the whole version of the song because of it, niggas were still like, but why? Okay. Niggas have been robbing, stealing, killing, raping, whatever the fuck has been going on in music for years and centuries and decades and probably still will. And nobody's going to bat an eyelash because that's what make them a real ass nigga. I'm a real ass nigga. This is what I do. I had all my life. I had to fight ass niggas. So I'm cracking your communities to your children, to your mother, to your auntie, to your grandmother. And it was like, oh, they had to do it. They had to make it hustle, all that stuff. The reality of this world and in this of our people, sadly, is that we are hypocrites. Everything is a double standard. Everybody like shooters to somebody you love got shot. Everybody like riders to somebody ride down on you. And that's the reality of the situation. So now it's like we have this top female artist that are in, that women love, that they can sing to and quote her lyrics and ride around to and that they enjoy. And what we're going to do with men, what men do whenever they see a female strong and powerful and getting it, they hate. They're scared. They're fearful. And what are we going to do as soon as we can? We have any information. It's fine. Any way to fucking tear them down. We don't like that. Men don't like women empowered. Men don't like women speaking up. Men don't like women that do anything, take initiative or assertive our brands or anything powerful because it's dehumanizing and emasculating to them for whatever reason because they're weak bitch ass niggas at the end of the day point blank period that's the reality of the situation she admitted she was wrong if your favorite artist went back and was like oh i shouldn't have sold them drugs or was they like oh i made them m's off these man you were a corner boy you ain't make no m off shit Okay, you still was poor, your mom was still in the ghetto, nothing great happened, but y'all embrace all of these rappers that talk about all of this stuff because y'all feel like y'all can relate to it. Hustle by any means necessary, get it by any means necessary. It's cool, but it's like, oh no, what? Men, women doing something to men is fucked up, but men can do whatever the fuck they want to do to women. They can hit us, they can rape us, they can do whatever the fuck they want to do, and it's all fucking good. They can impregnate us, they can leave us, it's all good. Men have the right to do whatever the fuck they want to do, and women can't do shit. So really address the real issue here the real issue is not that she was robbing niggas because your favorite rapper your favorite friend your favorite cousin your boy had a granny whoever the fuck else was robbing people but that shit was cool because you had to fucking eat but what's really the issue here is that it's cardi fucking b what's really the issue here is that she has a fucking pussy what really the issue here is you feel fucking threatened say what the fucking issue really is hmm. it's an interesting perspective it's their facts no i'm just saying it's an interesting perspective so yeah that's the Cardi B situation. <laughs> <laughs> now, y'all think I was about to add on to that? No. no. I let you go first for a reason. Because I didn't, I don't have any feelings on it. Like, honestly, like, okay, she did some shit and. I'm saying niggas are literally in uproar. Oh, you men, you women, y'all are, they trying to flip it on women. Oh, y'all not going to cancel Cardi, y'all not going to cancel Cardi B. Literally, literally, it's just something else for men to deflect to. Because at first, before the Cardi B situation, it was, oh, y'all going to talk about Bill Cosby and R. Kelly? What about Harvey Weinstein? What about Woody Allen? What about all of that? It was like, we going to deflect like that. Now it's like, oh, okay, fine. You black women wasn't here for the white man. We couldn't get y'all to do that. But what about Cardi B? Hey, <laughs> yeah. What about that? 
Mm-hmm. I literally didn't even listen to JB podcast this week because my brother already told me that it was on some bullshit. And so I was like, you know what? I don't even have the time. I don't have I don't have the energy for that shit. So I skipped that episode. It wasn't that deep. He said it was irritating as fuck. And I already know that old boy is a barb and a dick sucker. And he take any opportunity to shit on Cardi. So I literally was just like, I don't even have it. Because he one of them niggas. They kind of had the same perspective. I Like, I don't fucking know. Like, I don't know. Like, what do you want me to say? Like, oh, she was wrong and we should prosecute her? Or like, yeah, whatever. Like, she did what she did. It's no different from what other niggas then did. Like, it's okay. Yeah, so that was just me. Like, I don't, I don't really, I don't really, to be honest, to be honest, like, Cardi B did what she did back when she did it, and that's that. Like, she owned up to it. She came out and admitted she was wrong, and move on. But I do, the out of all the things that you said, I do feel like when people are so steadfast in their wrongdoings, that's where you get into that level of all right, nigga. I'm not fucking with you. So yeah, if you do some shit and be like, all right, yeah, I did that. I need help, or you know, I apologize for doing that shit. Then cool, we can move forward from there. But it's like, oh yeah, no, I ain't do that. Or I did it, and so what? Kiss my ass, nigga. What you gonna do about it? Yeah, that's when you have an issue. So I do agree with that. So that's six sad world. And in case you ran, I'm done. That's why I'm out of business. If you want to reach us, you know, talk about our little topics from Sex I World, you can do so by hitting us up at our email as 2ampodcast at gmail.com. That is the number two. Let us hear from you. Voice any comments, questions, concerns you may have, and we'll be sure to hit you back. All right. <laughs> All right. So what's your question this week? All right. So my question, I know earlier I was talking about, you know, a nice little... And the question I have for you is, what do you do to find your legs in? What do you? What is the one thing or one type of maybe it's a a habit or something you do with intent, like something that you do intentionally, like maintain good energy, good vibes, balance your chakras. Wait, do men have chakras? I don't know. Whatever you do to be, you know, feeling <laughs> centered with yourself. <laughs> what is what do you, the thing you do? Older self-care, the thing you do to maintain optimal self-care within yourself. Um, Mainly it's disconnecting from people because I, I feel... Like no, I feel like me personally, I, I attract energies. Like, I... <clears throat> I take on other people's energy, so whoever's around me, I'm taking on their energy. Like, somebody's aggressive, I'm aggressive. You know what I'm saying? Somebody's sad, I'm kind of, like, sad and shit like that. So, the first thing for my own self-care would be to disconnect from people. And, I don't know. I mean, I've done the tea. Like, tea is very good for, you know, bringing you to a certain space. And also, whatever... Whatever makes you makes me the most happy at that point. Like whatever I feel like I need. Like if I need food or something sweet to eat or you know what have you, I go to that. Or other shit. Like if I need to smoke, I smoke. If I need to have a drink, I have a drink or something like that. But basically, just disconnecting and making sure that your the things that you want are present in your space, basically. I don't necessarily do meditation because I think too much. I haven't been able to conquer that. Um, 
Working out is good. I don't do that as much now, but yeah, working out is something that <coughs> can uh, bring me a little bit more zen to my life. But yeah, that's, that's it for me. What about you? What do you do when you're trying to self-care? Mind my black ass business. <laughs> no, but honestly, really, like, minding the business that pay you is really underrated. And the reason I said that is because, like, you can get so caught up in, like, stuff that don't really matter. All right. And, like, just focusing on, like, I made a point because I'm one of the people that's put everybody ahead of myself. So really focusing on me, the things that makes me happy, only doing things I want to do is, like, what helps me out. And really doing things on myself. Like, I, it's good to be independent and not have to depend on anybody for, like, companionship or stability or anything. Not even just, just the whole idea of, like, oh, I want to do something, but who I'm going to go with? Because I was good for that. Like, oh, I want to eat. I want to eat with. Oh, I want to go to the movies. I'm going to go to the movies with. I'm going to go to this concert. I'm gonna, now I'm going to go to this event. Now, whatever the fuck I want to do, I just do it by myself. Traveling, whatever the hell. I just do whatever makes me happy. I've been on, like, this whole eat, pray, love journey for a minute with myself, and it's been nothing but beneficial. So I think it's, like, just finding what makes you happy and doing that, doing more of that, and maintaining yourself and putting your yourself first. Because you really have to really love you before you can do for anybody else. I feel completely comfortable in thinking, like, if I ever get into another relationship, it'll be great. Because I love myself so much that I have so much love to give to someone else and share. But I'm very steadfast in making sure it's the right person. And I don't feel that level of desperation or neediness anymore. I feel comfortable whether it works out or not. I don't need anybody. And it's a level of stability and comfort and reassurance in that that feels amazing. Okay. Minding okay. business, minding my own black ass. All right, my question for you this week is kind of in, in a similar vein. Like, in a relationship, what does somebody saying they love you mean? Like, when somebody says they love you, what does that mean to you? Like, what do you feel like that has to encompass for it to right actually now, be true? Uh-huh. <laughs> I say in a relationship. Calm down. Well, about a relationship and somebody's gonna love me. Um, now, what do you feel like they they mean when they say that, or what do you want them to mean when they say that? I would want someone to mean when they tell me they love me, is that they see me, they see me, they see the good, the bad, the problematic potentially, everything that I have to give, every bit of the person who I am. And the person I will become, they see the potential, they see all of that stuff in me, and they still care. And they still want to be there, and they still love me through it, through the stuff that may not be ideal, through the stuff that is not what they would want necessarily, from my quirkiness to my laugh to the fact that I snore to the fact that I'm gassy. You see all the fucked up things, my potty mouth, my extreme level of opinionatedness, <laughs> my uniqueness, everything, and you still love me still. You still want to be around me. You still enjoy my company. You still see me. And right now, that definitely means someone that doesn't over-sexualize me. I don't like, it makes me uncomfortable. I'm someone who hears me, someone who listens, and I would see that. It's more, So I think it's more of a feeling. Like I feel like someone, if someone tells me I love me and I don't really feel like they really do, because they don't know what that means. I'm, I'm going to address that. Like, you think you do, but I don't know if you really do. Because I don't know if you know me enough 
to feel so strongly? Because do we need, I guess that's a different question I'm going to pose. Like the timetable on that? Yeah, I mean, like, is it, like, if you tell someone you love them, is that surface level? Like, when you get to a level of unconditional love, is that a different level? Like, can you love someone? And, like, what is the, what is pre-love? <laughs> like, you know, pre-unconditional love. Like, can you, do you, and do you say that? Because, you know, you hear niggas talk about technicalities where it's like, I love you, but I'm not in love with you. Love you like a friend. Like, all of these different things. And it's like, what is the pre-love? Where it's like, you might be the point, like, I love you, and I want to spend time in my life with you, potentially. But you maybe haven't gotten to the point of pre-love. I mean, like, unconditional love, rather. Because I feel like I've definitely, well, I've never experienced this. But I feel strongly, let's say I was like, it's a movie coming out that I actually want to see it with uh, Yara. Which hardy about, like, make, I think it's, like, something. I can't remember the name of it. But it's about, like, the guy making her fall in love with him in one day. 24 hours or some shit. And is stuff like that even possible? Because it's just, like, do you love my unconditionally like that? Because I feel like you can have all of my boxes, but then end up being, like, a Republican or something. You know what I'm saying? You can check all of my boxes and be um, well, a bad father. You know what I'm saying? You can be charming, loving, attractive, considerate, but be selfish or be unmotivated. You know what I'm saying? So you can love some aspects of somebody and dislike others. So I was like, when did you get to the level? It's out now on Twitter. So as you <coughs> make sure you email us. Don't die. Apologize. I'm about to say, uh, sir. Apologize. Um, yeah. Um, so make sure you email us. Um, at 2am podcast at gmail.com what do you feel like the timetable for unconditional love is yeah and as always if you actually email us we want to love <laughs> yes yes get with us let us know what you're feeling and shit our class participation is really low right now yeah I'm looking at you guys yeah, yeah. we would like for you guys to get it together greatly appreciate alrighty lovely people it is time for our Let's Argue topic. Mm. And this week, we have something a little more potentially controversial, maybe, depending on if you're triggered or not, or alone or not, or whatever the case may be. <laughs> the question I pose to Hendrix and to all of you, and I guess onto myself, <laughs> would be, is it wrong to try to get with somebody in a relationship. Absolutely. Absolutely. Just just that. Absolutely. Why? I mean, me personally, I've never been the one to do some shit like that. What makes it wrong to you? I don't, I don't want to say it's wrong. It's just, I was, I was almost about to fall into that trap. Um, What? I would, I wouldn't want anybody to do that to me. So I don't do that to anybody else. And I, I feel like if somebody, and also, this is the main thing. I feel like if somebody is um, open enough in a committed relationship to take on you and your bullshit and um, engage in some shit that is, uh, yeah, it's, it's not, that's not it. That's not it, bro. Like, clearly there's some kind of connection that this person has with this other person. And you coming in to uh, 
disrupt that is uh, kind of fucked up. But at the same time, that person is still single. Okay, that was my next question. Are you single until you're married? Absolutely. Okay, so <laughs> that makes everyone available that's not married. They are ripe for the picking. Technically, yeah. So what makes it wrong? I'll, pull, I'll read pose my question on what is the what is the issue in that and shooting your shot you miss all the shots you don't take and they're not married yet oh okay okay so i I got a question (laughs) so what is what is wrong with that okay so does the same thing apply to a married person that is um going through something in their marriage no, they took a Bible for God. We're not talking about married, married people are, are married. Okay. They're not single. We're literally only now, if they decide to get a divorce, then now they're single. I'm saying in the process of a divorce. No. 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 No, they still, they still. I mean, unless they single. like are separated, but I think the divorce, then that's different. At that point, you're not taking somebody from them. They already gone. You know what I'm saying? And then I'll pose another question to you. Because we're going to get, we try, <laughs> we can't get into the shits. <sighs> Is there a such thing as a homewrecker? Can someone literally wreck a home? No. Okay. That was a test. That was a trick question. It wasn't a trick question. It was a trick question. As a man, I know for a fact that that is absolutely not true. I wrecked the home, my nigga. That that was me. Simple as that. I didn't have to engage. I didn't have to do anything. Like I could have minded my business and went around. Went about my life. Which brings me to another question. My nigga, what the fuck? We did 21 questions before. (laughs) (laughs) Which brings me to another question. Back to an old question. Actually, you were saying that the answer was simply no. But it's no such thing as a homewrecker. So technically, if someone penetrates your bubble, your relationship bubble, and makes you want to get to know them, cheating or stepping out or whatever, it's a process. You have to exchange information, communicate, and develop feelings, like each other, hang out. All of those things take time and initiation. So can someone, I know I probably asked this question before, but it's like the home can't be wrecked. So it's like, is that really the the fault of the other person? Because clearly it was an opening for me to step in. I didn't, the the bubble already had a hole in it, and I just squoze right in the hole that was already in that relationship. So... That's a, that's a slippery slope. How so? Because, um, well, we'll take your favorite situation, for example. So, with all the things that you said, was Alicia Keys really wrong? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the ins and outs of their relationship state at. Okay. I'm just, I was just asking, like, uh, but see, this is a thing, cause I'm. I actually, I read an article about this, and it pretty much was saying it was geared towards women, and I try not to be sexist about things, but it's a a little bit more understood from a woman's perspective because we outnumber y'all in such a way that it's just not enough go, to go around. Yeah. And I'm not encouraging home wrecking. Well, that's not a thing. I'm not encouraging cheating in any way, shape, or form because I don't believe that somebody is brought to cheating. I think it's a choice. 
I think any relationship you develop outside of your your relationship is a choice that you made. And I don't think it speaks to anybody's character but yours. So at the end of the day, um, I think it takes a different role if that person knows. Like, if you know in a relationship, like, obviously somebody's going to look at you like, oh, you ain't shit, you a fucking homewrecker. But my perspective has just kind of recently changed. Not that I'm out here about to try to date a whole bunch of married, I mean, niggas in relationships. But I'm just saying that the whole idea of it being this black and white situation is not such as that. This article that I read, if you want to check it out, it was on um, Black Girls Are Easy website, article by Gio Lambert. Um, I know I spoke about him before on the show. I read a couple of his books. He writes articles. All the time. I think his website actually is called Far From Basic now. Um, instead of Black Girls Are Easy. I think he changed it. But you can still get to it typing in either one online. Um, and his article is like, can you, you know, should you hit on a, a person that's in a relationship? And quite frankly, I don't know how I feel about it. I mean, honestly, we do it all the time. Yeah, we do. I guess the difference between is like them biting or not. Because I guess it's like how strong is your relationship if you're entertaining me? But that, that goes to a... Uh, a different argument but a bigger point like it's all up to the person who's actually in the relationship exactly and i used to be one of those people that i thought the whole single to you mary was bullshit like i said my my opinions and i've kind of been, i'm not gonna say i think i feel so much strongly a little bit now i think i see both sides and we're just like you are single until you're in a relationship like they didn't take that vow in front of nobody they are literally just dating they're figuring it out they're trying to see if they want to spend the rest of their life together so if you're single until then, and I may be a better match for you. <laughs> <laughs> Not me specifically, but that other person may be a better match for you. It's up to you if you're willing to see that or not. It is. It's up to you if you want to see if that person is a better match for you. Because I'm one of the people that I used to, no. I used to always say that. <laughs> I used to say, like, oh, like, I don't talk to niggas in a relationship because I don't need that bad karma. But it's like, nigga, I've been a good person for a long time, and ain't a lot of good shit happening to me. And, like, the article was saying, it's like, good things don't happen to good people. What leads me to believe that bad stuff don't necessarily always happen to bad people because there's a lot of mad, fucked up people out here winning. So what am I being good for? Morality versus karma. Does it make me any less of a moral person to be, like... To want to be loved, to do anything necessary to find it, maybe step on a few toes. Because if everything is a battle, if love is a battlefield, if you are uh, progressing in <laughs> your career is a battlefield, is a battlefield if all these things are things <laughs> you're fighting for, like you step on your co-worker's toes to get that promotion, you step on the next bitch toes to get your man. I'm playing devil's advocate here, but what is the difference? I mean, but that's always kind of been my 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 thing. Like, I'm not looking at you. If I'm in a relationship and the person that I'm in a relationship is entertaining other people, I'm not upset with the other people. Right. You shouldn't be. Like, I don't consider other people bad or anything like that. Like, if you are entertaining somebody in a relationship, that is solely on you. That is your fault. Absolutely. So, yeah. Like, dude, you got to... 
and there's certain levels, like, you know, a little flirty shit, flirtation type shit. Like, I, right, you might get a pass with that. You can miss none of your blessings. That's supposed to be your man, your husband, future father, your kids. But he, at that point, he just met her first and you second. So what's the issue? Well, as a guy, that is that is definitely something that happens a lot. There was nothing. Because I had that conversation. We had that conversation in pre-production where I was like, so um, is that a thing? You know, I'm like... How often where it is like it was just like you could have been that might that might necessarily be your soulmate, but it was right place, right time. He met you, you were great, you had great characteristics and wonderful qualities about yourself. You were beautiful and interesting. And he's happened to meet you, but you're not necessarily the soulmate. All those great qualities don't still have anything to do with the level of uniqueness that this new woman has. That's something that he may not be able to find anywhere else. Well, also nine times out of ten, you don't end up with your soulmate. Oh, for sure. Or your soulmate was a dick at the end of the day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but also I feel like and this is something that I come to the conclusion in older age is that um you can have multiple soulmates. Like it's not like a one and done type of thing. Dogs have wonderful eyes. I don't think you got anything to add. We can wrap it. <laughs> what? I'm sorry. I was just sorry. Dogs have thought. wonderful eyes. That is the caption for this week's episode. <laughs> Matter of fact. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Do you want to miss out on your blessings? And also, it, it doesn't have to necessarily be like that blessing now. Like, Maybe you did dodge a bullet by, you know, letting him get in a relationship. Like, that might have been the little span of fuck shit that he had to get out of his system. And it's, right, and it's so many other things you can think about. So many, it's so many ideologies and beliefs that are created to box us in. It's these judgmental ideas and thoughts that people just continue to perpetuate to close our minds, Right. Because if you can think like, well, you lose them like you got them. Is that really always true? Because we might have a different bond than you and him did. It was that something else that made him open his life to me. That made him want to get my number. That made him want to hang out with me. That made him want to go out with me. So is it necessarily that black and white do you necessarily can you say with confidence that if he cheated on you he gonna cheat on me when that may not be the case can I reduce myself that much can I reduce myself to say that it was just the fact of he's just who he is and ignore the fact of who I am maybe there's just something about me I'm just saying I'm just look I'm posing <laughs> these questions because I really want to know. I read this article and I'm curious. Should you belittle yourself that much to say like, okay, that's just what that's just who he is? Was like, or maybe it's not who he is at all. Maybe it's just who the fuck I am. Mm. And he see that and he like that. And it's who I am. And you reduce yourself to say like, oh, I'm not capable of maintaining and holding on to the thing that you lost. But we aren't the same person. Fuck around with your All right. I'm asking <laughs> questions. Playing devil's advocate is fun. All right, but don't sexualize it. Jesus. No, Christ. I just wanted to add it in because this is funny. It was funny. I saw you over there cringing. So I just wanted me to cringe some more. It was funny. It has nothing to do with sex. 
this is all about personality because I'm not talking about the nigga that just want to fuck you. I'm talking about the nigga that creates the whole relationship on the side. All right. Look, you know what I'm saying? Wait, wait, wait. As a nigga who's left the chick for an even doper chick at that point in time, let me tell you, look, it happens. Sorry, it just happens. As a nigga who's been left for another nigga, yeah, it happens. It just happens. Like, it happens. Okay. All right. I, Dope chick speaking. Had your nigga. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm just joking. Nobody wants me. Hendrix, <laughs> stop playing. Why you playing? You play too much. I'm just joking. I don't care. I'm I'm out of my business. I, I just told y'all how much I love being alone, okay? Fuck out of here. Hendrix over here. I ain't said goddamn thing. Cringy shit. He playing. He off some bullshit. I haven't said a word. But facts. <laughs> all right. I guess that's good. So, so, so Henry can get his life together. If you guys want to be involved in this messy ass discussion, <laughs> this is supposed to be. Be, be sure to. Be sure. That is we a great question. Are you trying to block your blessings? Are you trying to shoot? You miss all the shots you don't take. But you have to put in the factor. Is karma a thing? Will trying not to block your blessings equate to you blocking bullets? Like you have to. Add bitch that is not about that. I, I hope bitch is not going to jail. <clears throat> For a nigga, we see it every day. No, it's more it's more niggas that be shooting niggas, but it's so Not many women. Too. Women outnumber men, <clears throat> so just because he with him her don't mean. All right. That that's not your man. That could still be your future. He just he met her first. He picked wrong. Given the opportunity to pick right. Richard Pryor once said <laughs> that when you finally find. And it was a metaphor. It didn't mean it act actual actually. Um, when you finally find a pussy that fit, you don't want another nigga stretching it out. And that's a metaphor for this. Like when you finally find a person, like a dope person, y'all cool, y'all got chemistry, y'all you know on the same level and shit like that. You don't want no variables coming in between that. Like any energy. So don't be the variable. So that and that's and we gonna flip that. Let's say you met. You was with somebody, but you met somebody better. You don't want to let your current situation block your future endeavors. That could be your future. Your future wife, future mother of your kids. You don't know. So don't allow what you got going on now to fuck that up. Please listen to understand that the reviewer's voice in this episode of the podcast is not... <laughs> represent the actual views of KC in any way, shape, That's or form. Bullshit. Fuck out of here. <laughs> I just, I'm, a, I'm telling you, this is all this opinion. This is all the stuff I read in this article. It's fucking great. Check it out. I'm gonna see if I can send it to uh, to Hendrix to get him to link it. No. Link it. You link it. Um, but I guess that's gonna wrap it up. But a let's argue topic. You take this topic and go on and present it and argue with your friends. And masses, let us know what you think. Twitter, IG, in our email. If you have anything to say about this topic, maybe you've experienced it. Maybe you with somebody right now that you had to snatch. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you, um, maybe it's happened to you. Let us hear from you. We want to know your opinions. What do you think? What are your stance on this topic? Do you feel it, or is it crazy? Do your morals 
carry you? Are you worried about karma? Does, is that actually a fucking thing? Because, I mean, I've been getting shit on for a long time. I'm tired of being a good person. I'm just saying, think about it. Hit us back. We would love to hear your perspective. Hit her. Don't hit me. Especially Hendrix would love to hear your perspective. Don't give a fuck. He would love to hear it. <laughs> love it. Absolutely love it. Okay? So. So tired of niggas' perspectives. Let's hear it. All right, Hendrix. <laughs> so what's grinding your gears? That's some bullshit. Uh. I'm gonna be typical. In um, this week, grinding my gears is the Michigan weather. Okay, you a basic bird. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's all I could really think about. I, I told you I kind of like minding my own business this week, so I say it out of some bullshit. But uh, yeah, I had I text KC Thursday like you know I'm out here with my titties out and shit, and then yesterday it snowed. And it it snowed. barely snowed. It's gonna be in the fifties. I mean, but it was twenty, my nigga. Okay, well, <laughs> shit changed. It's like you niggas wishy washy. So was the weather. But Give everybody the same opportunity to be trash. Wait, but isn't nature a mother? No, nature is definitely a nigga. You don't see how fucked <laughs> up it is. <laughs> Look how they be doing us. <laughs> it's a nigga for sure. You dogging us the fuck out. Fuck out of here. That's a whole nother topic. <laughs> All right, so what's grinding your gears? Nothing really, honestly. Um, Hendrix wasting my time. Um, niggas being trash. The usual, honestly. It's really nothing grinding my gears. Um, I'm, it's nothing really going on. Nothing really pissed me off besides Buffalo. I've been taking uh, mushrooms <laughs> off the menu. I'm actually considering right now going to get some um, Southwest Ranch and then going to get fried mushrooms from somewhere else and just eating them together and seeing if that makes me feel any better. About the situation, but um, that's really it. In my gears, I guess I'm, I'm dancing, emphasize and move into a better life. You know what I'm saying? I wish niggas would leave me. But do you really? Yeah. Yeah. What about the niggas that you actually want to pay you some attention? It's you dead, but it never works out like that. That's so aggressive. That's what made me think about this like topic because it's like the people that you be wanting. Like I'm like, why none of the. Fine ass, smelling good ass, tall ass, well dressed ass, beautiful creatures that you dated ever ready to settle down. They is just living their best lives. They just run through, knocking them down like a bowling ball in their pins. And you just like, I thought we had something. <laughs> you turn into a nigga. That's nigga's favorite line. Right? That's the comeback line. Like, damn, I miss you. I thought we had something special. And they just moved over you like a hurricane passing through, honey. And you didn't know what happened. You blinked and you're like, oh, but that nigga was so fine. And um, everybody who liked you was just a homely Look, bottom of the barrel. Y'all niggas got to come over to the medium ugly side, man. I'm really trying to find what I'm missing in my life. And I don't necessarily know what it is. Actually, I'm not missing shit. Let me take that back. But I would like some decoration by penis. Be a penis decoration in my life when I'm ready to be, um, you know, just to be there, balls dangling. But right now, none of that. So, like mistletoe. <laughs> 
a lot of jokes I could put in here, but I will, I'll be the Insert better person. bullshit here. Just, I'll be the better person. I'm just saying. Today. Sometimes you just want a starry night. You know what I'm saying? Tea bags all around. But we off that indefinitely. So what, Hendrix? What? I'm not going to say it. What? What were you about to say? I see it on your eyebrows. You got something to say, <laughs> Like I said, chestnuts roasting over an open fire. So, um, until then, that's the best analogy. But they taste better. They're packaged better. They have better coating. <laughs> All right, guys. I think I've had enough. I've definitely had enough. I'm full. Oh, uh, you're full, huh? Full. Me. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking full. <laughs> I guess we had enough of Hendrix's bullshit this episode, and I guess it's almost about that time, right, Hendrix? Yes. Time? All right. Okay, I guess we're going to wrap it up for this week. Well, firstly, if you want to reach us. Oh, shit. Why you always let me do that? <laughs> All right, we're going to wrap it up with the rest of the shit. Okay, so if you want to reach me, nah, here, tell me I can reach you. I'm done with your shit. You just irritated me. All you had to do was just say that. All you had to do was say that, but you were sitting there pausing. I'm like, oh, you pausing? That's the end. Like, all right, all right. Sorry, Jens and sorry, Newts. Go ahead and finish. I mean, well, when I lived. All right, to fuck you. Early, I could, because I can't read lips, Hendrix. So you know you I can't do? read lips. Fire! I don't even know. Like, what you me airdrop Yes, yes. <laughs> like flashcards, my nigga. A, a Dropbox, <laughs> a fire signal, a flare gun. Like, bitch, I don't know. Okay, listen. He can't even talk for the rest of y'all. If you want to reach Hendrix, you can reach him on Facebook, Twitter, and on Instagram at Noli Holy Hendrix. I'm just saying, sorry. No, Noli Hendrix. Okay, and if you can't spell that. You'll see it online somewhere. I don't know, but um, N-O-E-L-Y-H-E-N-D-R-I-X, okay? Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Hit him up. Stalk his page. Let him know you might want to taste the salty gins. I don't know. At the end of the day, no, hit him up. No, don't uh, Yes, yes. He's taking all of nudes, okay, in his inbox. All right. If you news, want huh? to reach me, you can do so at okay? K <laughs> underscore in real life. It's K-A-Y underscore I-N. Wait. Damn, I can't remember my name. <laughs> Shit. And remember, Melinda. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. It's not time for that yet. It's K-A-Y Damn. underscore I-N-R-E. All right, y'all know what he was saying, but it's K-A-Y underscore I-N-R-E-E-L-L-I-F-E. That is on Instagram and on Twitter. If you want to reach me on Facebook, it is K-C-Kyle, K-A-Y-C-E-E-C-O-L-L-R-E. And then if you want to reach the show, you can do so by finding us on all social media platforms, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all of that good shit at the 2AM podcast, okay? You can do that on all your social media platforms. If you want to email us one more time, that email is as 2AMpodcast at gmail.com. That is the number two. Let us hear from you, all right? Okay, so cool beings. That's going to wrap it up for real this time around. And um, Hendrix, do you have any last words for the people? Yes. What is up? Millennials, as what? always, remember that. Don't ask in a circle. I'm sorry. What is it? Remember what? Casey is a very good mug. <laughs> That'll wrap it up for you guys. All right, y'all. If you get it, you get it. If you don't, you we'll don't. We'll catch. <laughs> we'll 
Hollywood y'all next week. All right. Peace out. Bye.